0: This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2.
1: It was just heartbreaking to hear about the terrible accident in Devonport last week. Any loss of life at Christmas time is devastating. But when it's children, it's very hard to come to terms with. And I honestly think that right now the whole country is in mourning for these families. And look, when I heard about what happened, my heart was in my mouth thinking of my friend Hannah, who lives in Devonport and her three beautiful children. Thankfully, she is okay. But being a small community, obviously everyone is affected. You might know Hannah from her blog, Our Year Outdoors. She's an advocate for outdoor living and intentional parenting, but I think she's facing one of her biggest parenting challenges yet in this unthinkable tragedy. Hannah, thanks for being willing to talk to us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Katrina, and thanks so much for having me. So how are you holding up, Hannah, being part of such a small community? It must be really difficult time for everyone. Mm,
0: It's absolutely a very difficult time I think you said it when you said The most difficult challenge of my parenting life Of my life I think to be this close to such a an extreme tragic event. It's really um, something very shocking. So, yeah, I think the news keeps saying the community of Devonport are reeling, the community of Devonport are in mourning, and I definitely associate with that. It's a small town. The school is just down the road from our house. We know many, many families connected to it, um, many staff, the chaplains who are involved. There's nobody who's not affected by this horrendous tragedy
1: yeah yeah absolutely I think the thing about this is that it's so heartbreaking that people here in Sydney and all over Australia could almost just want to turn away and not hear about it right because it's it's so confronting you can't turn away are people Mm. talking to each other and comforting each other are they coming together in Devonport and sort of supporting each other yeah absolutely I think at this
0: stage uh, many families are in complete shock and mm. just um, just reeling. So uh, some people are able to come together. There's been many people um, journeying to the school and lay flowers. We had a beautiful mm. service at our church, and people came together in that moment. Um, but some people are not ready yet to come together, and we need to just realize that this is very significant for many families, particularly many children who've lost multiple friends um, who've experienced the um, trauma of the actual event. Mm. There's a lot of families um, deeply affected by this. So it's going to be a long road for these families and these children.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is we don't really want our kids to to hear about this. I was saying to my husband, please don't mention it in front of them. It's too upsetting. But again, you can't hide this from your kids. All the kids know about it. How do you talk to them about this, Hannah?
0: It's really interesting you ask that. Um, we've had this discussion just yesterday. We had a um, a Sunday kids end of term um, get together on our calendar for church. And some of our team, very rightfully so, came together and said, is this appropriate? Can we have um, this? End of term party with everything that's going on, and how should we talk with our children? And so, I actually contacted a dear friend who's a counsellor, and she said, You absolutely need to keep going with normality, you need to keep things happening, we need to keep play happening for our children, um, but we do need to be honest with them. It's not okay to um, not tell them, especially in this community, because you can see it on everybody's face that something very dramatic has happened. Mm. Um, so we need to hear our children. We need to accept their feelings. We need to say it's okay that they're that they're safe. That they um, that God's in control. If that's our faith belief, uh, and just listen to their questions and validate the worries that we have. One of the things my counsellor friend said we could say is. I've been worrying about that too or I've been thinking about that too or a lot of us are feeling like that and I love the way you're thinking so your heart's so um, close to these children and just validating for our children but also that our children will need us to keep providing spaces for play and normal things to happen even in the midst of crisis.
1: Yeah, okay. I know that you're, you know, you're very involved in the local church there. Can you tell us about some of the the faith-based organizations who are helping out in Devonport on the ground and and maybe if there are ways that we could actually support them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're amazingly blessed in that in Devonport, the churches of Devonport across denominations work together. Um, which has just been so, and the pastors meet. My husband is a pastor, um, they meet weekly and pray together. So that has been such a blessing for this time. Wow. There's also yeah. a really important organization uh, that all the churches work as part of and support, which is called Devonport Chaplaincy. And so chaplains have been in schools in the area, including in this school, for many years. And these chaplains have relationships with staff and students, um, and they are going to play a crucial role. They have been playing a crucial role in the first response, uh, but they will continue to over the months and years to come. And so, and they need support. We need support for more hours for chaplains in schools, especially in the year ahead. The other organisation which is connected to Devonport Chaplaincy is called Loaves and Fishes, and they distribute food. Um, they were already distributing thousands of hampers in the community, and we're looking for support for that. So that's going to be even more important as we have... You know, a week out from Christmas, um, many families are unable to, you know, think about Christmas. Um, and so, yeah, Devonport Chaplaincy and Loaves and Fishes are an incredible organisation helping with food insecurity, which is also an issue in our community.
1: Well, you can imagine too that if, if, if families are going through this tragedy, that just having food turn up on the door would be would be a helpful thing. So it sounds like both those organisations, uh, so Loaves and Fishes and Devonport Chaplaincy, that they would be good. To give financially to, so that they can oh, extant, expand absolutely. their work right
0: now. Yeah, yes, okay. absolutely, yes, absolutely. You can have a look on their website. They have lots of information about what they're doing, and yes, they absolutely um, need our financial support. And most importantly, what we need Christians to do is pray. We need them to pray for everybody involved. Pray, I guess my heart particularly is for the children of Devonport, for these children who have faced. So much and are going through, it's unthinkable to think of children grieving multiple friends at once, but that's what's happening for some of our beautiful children here and they need our prayers more than ever. And of course, the staff and the, the nurses and the first responders and, you know, uh, there's just a long list of people who need prayer. And yeah, it's a powerful thing we can do.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks for getting on the radio and talking about it. I know it can't have been easy for you to do this, but we really appreciate, um, you know, you sharing with us and giving us an opportunity to kind of face up to this thing and understand what is going on for you guys right now. So thank you. Thank you so much, Katrina. Thank you for having me. That is Hannah Alexander from Our Year Outdoors in Devonport. And if you want to find links to some of those organisations, you can uh, follow Hannah as well to get those.
0: Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.